Are you tired of chasing your employees around, micromanaging their every move, feeling like they are not taking the initiative they need to fulfill their role to move the needle in your company? If that's you, today's episode is going to be a game changer as we discuss how to optimize the talent on your team and transform your employees into leaders. This is going to be an incredible episode as we take on the practicalities of what it takes to optimize the talent on your team. Let's get into it. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up. It's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Hey, 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 what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, where we are all about helping Christian business owners to unlock their God-given gifts and create generational wealth using our generational wealth codes. In today's episode, we are going to be getting into it and talking about how to optimize the talent on your team and to transform your employees into leaders. Listen, this is going to be a hot topic that really hits into the O of our codes, which is about the business operations. And that's one of the things that we focus on around here. And that's really focused on creating a customized plan to evaluate your people, your processes, promotions, and profit for sustainable growth. And I will tell you, if you don't have a sustainable plan in place to really rock with your team in a way that creates alignment, you're going to find yourself in a place to where you are either in a place where you're burnt out trying to do all the things or you're frustrated with your team members and you're feeling like there's more potential in them, but you're not seeing them stepping up to the plate and really walking in the fullness of that potential. Can you relate? Or maybe you are in that place to where you're feeling like you are micro, you're having to micromanage every move that your team member is making because you likely have not put systems in place to really measure their progress and see if what they're doing, if it's producing a result. And so it's causing you to feel like you're don't, you don't feel safe to let go. You don't feel safe to let go, release control. Listen, if you're that type A personality, or you're one of those personalities where even you can't, and I'm going to go with the disc, uh, but likely uh, people who are on the disc, which is a 
pretty much a personality assessment and disc is a it's that the d is your dominant the i is your influencing the uh c is you well oh i went to the c first well we can go to the c but um the c is conscientious and which is data driven and then the s is it's all about like being that stable person stable personality and so typically people who are d's and c's their bottom line they're data driven and so those are the ones who you can find yourself like micromanaging and being like, okay, like what, what's, what's going on? If you don't put a system in place, especially those C's and you read, when you can hire a, when you can hire a really good C on board to um, really help you to manage those type things, it can really make a big difference in your company. We have, um, we have a pretty good balance on our team right now in that area. And I will just, as we're going ahead and jumping in, I'm going to just tell you that you don't want to hire people who are the exact same as you. You want to hire people who are, who fill in the gaps of your weaknesses. So if you really want to optimize the talent on your team, first and foremost, you need to have a well diversified team that's really going to help you to fill in the gaps where you are not, it's not a strength for you. And so in order for you to do that, one of the easiest ways is you can really go down that disc profile and there's some free assessments that you can take out there if you just Google it online and see where you are and then be like, okay, so I need someone who fills in those other seats on in, in my company. So like that D, they're likely visionary, they're bottom, bottom line results driven and like I say, the the um, I didn't get into the I, but the I uh, they are like likely the high energy on the team. They're influencing. They're likely good with sales and talking to people and customer service and different things like that. You have those S personalities. They are really the glue that keep things together. And so they're great community managers and. Whereas you you have those ones that's just not very good with people. They're going to be the ones who are going to love on people. And then you have that C personality. And like I mentioned, they're good with the numbers and likely really good at uh, really, uh, it could be administration as well and administering teams. They sometimes can make really great great chief operating officers, they can make uh, great project managers, and they can make great uh, marketing people on the implementation side of things and really measuring the data. And so again, one of the things is, is, is so I'm going to say tip one, and this is a bonus tip that I didn't even have. So tip point, 0.1 bonus tip is to really make sure that you have a very well diverse uh, team that is going to fill in the gaps. And I just gave you a really easy way to look at that. And if you are like me, like I can, I'm on the scale, I hit a DS and I am, so I can be, if I just really, if I, um, if I was really heavy on the D, like I would be really rigid, but then I have the DS so I can swing between being glue and getting things done and bringing things, bringing things back to the heart that I can swing back into the D and being like really results driven and like get things done, uh, on the visionary side and stretch my team. But one thing with that being said, I am like, 
the data i love the data but then i don't like measuring the data all the time like i, I you know i would prefer somebody to collect that data bring it to me and then we can make some decisions on how to move forward i hope this is kind of helping you to get some mindsets around if you really want to optimize your team, these are some of the things that you really want to be thinking about. And the optimizing is really taking that performance into the next level, which I'm going to, you know, the um, let's I'm going to go ahead and just give you the first tip that I was going to share before I gave you the bonus tip is making sure. So if you really want to optimize the talent on your team and to transform your employees into leaders, the very first thing you wanna do is make sure that people are in the right seat. You wanna make sure that people are in the right seat. And there's two dynamics that I wanna talk about on this because they're, they're, having people in the right seat means that they're in the right seat of what they not only have a passion to do, they have experience, they have the talent to do it and they also have the gifting to do it. So you may be like, okay, so what's the difference between a gift? What's the difference in talent, passion, all of that? So let's break that down. So a gift in in my in the, the kingdom driven world, a gift is something that is divinely enabled from the Holy Spirit. So it's something that is given to you. You didn't you didn't have to learn it. it you didn't have to go and study it. You really you don't even really come with experience with it. It's just it's it's divine intellect. It's divine wisdom. It's a divine ability to know or do something. And so you want to make sure that that person they're gifted in their role when a person is operating in their gifting they're operating again with divine wisdom and in divine intelligence and if you want the highest level of optimization on your team you want divine wisdom on working on your team and all you're getting get wisdom that's what the bible tells us it says to get wisdom and wisdom starts in with the the word of god first but then we also find that who has the mind of Christ? We do. And so we want to make sure that we have people on our team who are working in their gift zone, who really have tapped into their, when they've tapped into their gift zone, they're elevating into a higher intellect and the mind of Christ. And they're operating from a, a, just their divine blueprint of what they were really created to do. The second thing is, is when we think about talent, talent is something that is really came based on like an experience that your experience that you've done. And over time, you developed a talent for you're really good at it. You likely may have been talented in playing a piano or talented in uh, in marketing or you have grown to be really talented in managing projects because over time like your experience has has created and cultivated that talent and sharpened that talent and you have the education to back it up and so that that also with that education that education can go off into your experience as well and so the passion what is passion so that's like you having the desire to do it so you can have all of these things in in place but if you don't have a passion to do it then or that employee does not have a passion to do it they're going to likely be in the wrong seat doing and and they're going to bring down the morale of the company or they're not going to perform at the optimal level because they're it's like they feel like they're pushing a boulder up a hill instead of being like a fish in water who's in flow and things are coming to them like it's just breathe like they're just breathing you know they're flowing in water 
And it's just, it's, it's just as easy as breathing. That's what I was going to say. And then fish and water is just, they're just swimming. They're doing what they already are naturally inclined to do. So you want to make sure that you have the right, the right people in the right seat. And when you're making sure that they're the right people in the right seat, you want to make sure that all of those components are in place. I want you to take a moment to really think about that question and ask yourself, even, are you in the right seat? Because a lot of times we are, we won't take the time to evaluate ourselves because we are in that solopreneur mindset and we're like, okay, well, I have to do all the things. If you really want to elevate into your next level of growth and maybe you've plateaued, maybe you need to stop and evaluate a few things. If you've, this, this advice that I'm giving you with right person in the right seat is for you. If you have plateaued, there's two elements. The first element, I want you to evaluate yourself because the buck stops with you and it starts and it stops with you. So the very first thing is, is do you need to evaluate and see if you are in your right seat and 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 are you at the place to where you're in your you're operating from your gift your talent and your desire is there are you or are you doing things that are not aligned you're really you're spending the majority of your time in your weaknesses instead of elevating into your strength zone and if you're spending more time in your weaknesses then you're likely going to find yourself frustrated burned out and then in places where you're procrastinating and not getting the things done that needs to be done one thing that i will tell you and i'm giving you some up level mindsets right now is don't make decisions from us uh, from a scarcity mindset one of the very first things that when and with a prophet in the bible when the lady says that you know she was like hey you know she she talked to the prophet and she was like you know we we're about to make our last meal and die and he was the prophet told her well you're with that very last meal make that last meal for me and you would think that that was something very selfish to do but really what was happening is he was driving out a scarcity mindset abundance mindset that said that this is all i have and you know a lot of times we start to get into a position where we think we're operating our businesses from this is all i have if i don't do it then the business is going to die or whatever the case is instead of looking out and saying okay if if i'm operating from a position of abundance is there other systems that i could put in place that could support me and my weaknesses is there opportunities for me to hire at a contract level even if it's for you know, just an hour a week to really uh, help me in this area, is there opportunities for me to create processes with templates that will support me in my my weaknesses, so that I'm not always in this position of where I am I'm operating from scarcity and, and which puts me into burnout and it puts me into a place of of frustration. Okay. So that's that part. That's that part. So you really have to be honest with yourself. And I would really like you to, you can either pause this now and do this exercise or go back and listen to the replay and evaluate that and sit in your quiet time and say, okay, am I sitting in the right seat or is there an opportunity for me to up level? And if there's an opportunity for you to up level, then just be honest with that because where you started, the seat you started in, then it's not the seat that you have to continue to sit in. And in fact, if you continue to sit in that exact same seat, then that's probably why your company is not growing at the level that you want to grow in. So you being your first team member, you want to, who should be at, at a leadership mindset, you want to self-evaluate yourself first. And then from the overflow, 
then the oil starts to, to pour down into your team members because you're embodying that type of leadership and you evaluating yourself to say, okay, am I, am I in the right seat? And then giving yourself the, in cutting off the things, giving yourself permission to cut off things that are no longer serving you in this season. Okay. Now, if you're at the plateau level and now let's switch seats and then this is happening for a team member, then you get to say, okay, there is maybe evaluate that seat that they're sitting in. They may have started in that seat when the company first started and that was the appropriate seat based on where y'all were, where y'all were and then the budget that you had for at the time. But maybe it's time for you to up level that, that seat and say, okay, how can I uh, now what what can I do next or what is that what is the best use of the this is the question you ask what is the best use of this team member's talent in this time and in this season and how can we take that talent to the next level what do they need to be focusing on for them to take it to the next level what is the 20 percent activities that they can be focusing on to optimize the company's performance, to optimize their own level of growth and to optimize their leadership, okay? And so think about that because likely you may have that employee doing way too many things. And then so if they are, if they're doing so many things, they may be functioning with an employee mindset of, let me check the box and do the things according to box checking instead of leveling up them having enough space and bandwidth to level up and say okay as a leader functioning within this this leadership assignment what do i need to be focused on y'all i'm giving you some game and i'm really going fast here it's your responsibility to go back and listen to this and say okay here's what we need to do here's point number two on how to optimize the talent on your team and transform your employees into leaders is you want to ask yourself, do your employees have the right mindset? And so when in, and so here's the question. You don't want to think of this as you the very, very first thing is, and I keep saying employees on purpose. You want to think of them, you want to see in and do a evaluation check to see if they are thinking of themselves as employees. That is the very first mindset. Because if they're coming in your company and operating as an employee, they're functioning as an employee, an employee says, tell me what to do. A leader says, I'm here to serve and take the initiative to make things better according to my gifts and talents. So they're coming to you with suggestions and recommendations. They are far there. Uh, they have vision for their uh, department. They have, uh, they're farsighted. They're looking out and then they're creating a game plan that aligns with the company visions, the values and, and goals. And so you want to check and see if they have that type of mindset, the mindset that takes initiative. So an employee, they don't, they don't, they're waiting for something to be delegated to them. And a, in one who is cultivating a leadership mindset, what they're doing is they're taking the initiative and making recommendations according to, again, the missions, the values and all of that. And so you want to make sure that those things are in place. The third thing is, is then 
you want to make sure that they have a buy-in on your values, your company values. So if you really want to optimize their in, their performance and to the talent on your team and transform your employees into leaders, is you want to make sure that they understand the values. And so if you have not created your company values, this is your opportunity. Make 2024 your, your year to get down those guiding principles that are going to set the priority for your leaders in your company so that they'll know how to operate and function from your according to the standards laid out in your company so that's exactly like i love a good value because those good those values it shouldn't be something that just is written down on paper you put it in your business plan you pitched it sounded good or you wrote it and it, and it looked good it's something that you and your team can embody you can embody it and use it and put it into practical terms when it comes to figuring out if it's a right client to work with or is this right co uh, uh, collaborations. So when they're out in the field and they're trying to see, okay, is this a right collaboration or is this a right person to partner with for sale or whatever the case is, they can start to really go down and say, okay, does this, does this particular person or company organization, do they align with our values? And then they can make an informed decision from there. So really lay those out. What are the, the top three to five values that you and your team can really embody? And then start to put some things in place to where you guys are like, you're making it part of your daily practice and you're like, it's written out in front of the screen one of my team members who are is a leader um she put the she actually had it recorded in her voice re, uh, saying the values and she had a timer to where they would go off every every day and she would hear herself repeating those values and getting those in her body so when it came time to make decisions she could just go ahead and say what those was she would know exactly what they were at the time you guys figure out what is the right thing for you, but make sure that those that those values are incorporated into your company. The second thing that I want to say is if you really want to optimize the talent on your team, as in you want to wait, that's the third. That's the that's actually the fourth thing. I'm like, I didn't went all the way back to the second. So that's the fourth thing in addition to the bonus, okay? So the fourth thing is gonna be your um, making sure that the people on your team, that those leaders have a culture buy-in. And so the difference as we look at a culture between value and culture, value is the guiding principles that really lay out, okay, you know, what? how are we, what's, what's gonna guide us in a decision but the culture buy-in, those are the attitudes and the, the mindsets and the behaviors that help you to carry out those values, okay? And so the one, and you want to take your time with these and you really want to think about it, like how do you guys really operate from a culture code? Like I could have called out some of our values. That's not important right now. But what I will do is I just to give you an example of 
our culture code so you'll understand like how to tap into those attitudes and behaviors and that really govern the way that we operate as leaders within our company the very first value that we have is truth and love we want to be sure that there's a safe place for our team members and leaders to share the truth with a lot of love and not not that facetious of truth and love that's going to help us to really step into one of our core values which is rooted growth so you can't have root you can't have rooted growth if you have a bunch of people who are around you that's like yes people and just going along and just making you feel good but are not really helping you to elevate by sharing the truth and love does that make sense so our core value one of our core values is rooted growth we not only want to grow within our organization from the roots we want strong roots we don't want those small those little uh roots to where they're not anchored we want really strong roots because when our roots are strong that it that affects the way that we consult the clients that we are being called and, and entrusted to steward in their their growth their next level growth and so for us to be effective in doing that we have to be rooted and so a part of that in our culture and the ways that we do that in our um in, in our internal team meetings is we share truth and love and really call one another higher and not call people out but call people up call them uh, higher into their gift zone and 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 share opportunities for improvement with a lot of love and grace so i hope that that helps you to really pull that out and so you want to make sure that you're this is that you're doing that because that if you really want to optimize and take your team and talent to the next level that's how you do that okay and so the very last one that i'm going to be sharing with you today is you want if you want to optimize that talent on your team and transform those employees into leaders you need to make sure that you have the appropriate tools and accountability in place that's going to support their next level growth there are so many times we can have expectations of our team members but we don't have the tools to support the expectation that we have out there and so some when you're in those smaller phases of your growth then you may have to get creative in how those two how how you are uh, uh finding those tools and you guys you can't i don't want you to use this as an opportunity to let yourself off the hook with excuses to be like you know what we don't have budgets to support this we don't have time all the things don't let that be an excuse because again there's so many to free tools and resources out there that will really help you to really optimize your growth and take it to the next level and to create accountability one of the systems that I really like is uh, the EOS system. And that is with, uh, and if you need to look that up, it's EOS, just Google it, Gino Wickman. And then there's another guy who uh, wrote a book around all of that. And there's a whole system around it with six components there. And so say for instance, you need help leading a team, leading your team meeting. There's a, there's there's something out there for that. There is called a level 10 meeting. Um, or if you're, 
needing some help on how to measure your data there you can look that up on youtube or you can use what i just what i just recommended there's so many things so you want to make sure that your team member have the resources that they need to carry out their job in a way that they need to but then you also want because we want to make sure that we have leadership mindsets on our team you want to put a metric in place to make sure that they have and so this is part of accountability put a metric in place that imposes accountability on them to seek out opportunities for them to grow in the area of opportunity that has been identified in that season. So it's not up to you to always look out for that, for those tools. Yes, you want to make sure that you have comprehensive tools in your company, but then you're not always going to see everything. So if there's something that maybe it's a skill that they could be refining in and growing in their leadership on, then there's opportunities for them to look on YouTube for that or look at other resources on that. And I, there, we know that there's a wealth of information out there. It's how hungry are we to go out and how much initiative are we taking to go out and apply ourselves and then put a metric by around it in, in your team meetings and say, okay, so you are we you've identified that there's this opportunity for you to grow in this area so with that being said what are you going to do or what what resource can you use to really help you grow so if meeting one may be identifying meeting two maybe you've identified put it in place now you're putting some metrics around it to say okay so by when will you do you plan on executing on this personal growth to really kind of get that in your body so that you can start to put that it can come out in your hands and and we can see the results through your work and then you put it in on the calendar for you to follow up in the third meeting to see how that's going until it's fully incorporated into the organization so you guys there are so many other ways each team is very unique but these are some core ways that was five plus a bonus so you really have six really cool ways that you can incorporate this into your team to really optimize it and i will say you know communication is going to be one of the key is is core to all of this it's how you are communicating these things and how consistent you're communicating these things to your team and how consistent you're putting them into action and so you guys if you're needing help in really applying this to your company and your organization in a way that you're going to see a multiplication effect where you're not going to keep on spinning your wheels maybe it's not your wheelhouse to really go through and say you know how how do i really create a, a team that is truly optimized that you know so we can move from that place of frustration and stagnation into a place to where we have elevated past the plateaus that we've created we've self-imposed or that we have just didn't even know that existed we thought that we needed to throw more dollars at marketing but really we needed to develop our team if you are in that place and you're looking like i don't even know what the night right next hire would be for my organization that's going to create that that would optimize my next level growth then let's set up a a growth strategy call to see what we can do and how we can create a growth plan to optimize 
compromise you and your leadership team into that next level simply just go into the chat or the bio at the bottom and go ahead and book a call and we'd be happy to strategize with that and you guys if these episodes are blessing you where you are please take a moment like the best thing you can do for me as a gift is to go and leave a five-star review and then after you leave that five-star review just leave a quick review on how what's what's been your takeaway and how this podcast is helping you to grow your business and think of it as you're depositing in a seed for somebody else to be able to experience this type of transformation biblically based transformation that's going to take your business from six figures to six seven figures and beyond all right you guys have a blessed day did that episode feel juicy or what if so please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world and if you tag me on ig stories i'll be sure to reshare the love and don't forget to join our kingdom collaborators network where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business until next time remember for with christ nothing is impossible